is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Welcome to the Friday show, everybody. Starter sit for seven NFC home games. Could be a fun one in Los Angeles with the Packers and the Rams. Pretty interesting one with the Ravens at the Panthers. We'll get into all of that. First, a question. Did anybody sit Deshaun Watson yesterday? Anybody have Watson on your bench? On an actual bench, I did not. No. But I might have ranked him 17th. Ooh, 17. <laughs> that would put him on some benches. Yeah. I had him on a bench. Jamie, how about you? No, I don't have any Deshaun Watson, so I would... Uh, not be able to bench him. Okay. Yeah, I started, uh, I'm starting Ben Roethlisberger over him. 40 fantasy points for Watson. Maybe a torn ACL for Will Fuller and a big breakout game for Devontae Parker. We will talk about it all. Hey Heath, who's sponsoring, who's presenting a presenting sponsor for our show today? Do you know? Oh, I'm sorry. What did you say? I wasn't paying attention. I was playing PUBG. Ah, this game is so much fun. And the thing I like the most about it is, like, you play your first game and it's not like you're just getting destroyed right away they re- they really kind of ease you into mm-hmm. it it's been a ton of fun yeah even i can can win in that game so drop in gear up and compete for glory in PUBG mobile fight in explosive 100 man battles to be the last player standing experience incredible realistic graphics and a variety of play modes download the official mobile version of player unknowns battlegrounds for free go to your android or ios app store and type PUBG mobile p u b g mobile Collect a special reward using the link and promo code provided in the episode description. So I've, I'll put that in the description. You can read it right there. And you gotta create a character. There's a character ID. You go to that link. You, uh, you put in your character ID. You put in the promo code that's listed in the description and you get your little reward. And we've got a little reward today. We've got a bonus segment of the Fantasy Regulators. Apparently we need to do some regulating. I've been told. And Heath, is the commish of this league. So let's bring in special guest. Yeah, we've got, we got a special uh, regulators message from Matt from uh, city outside of the Jersey Shore. <laughs> He's actually live with us, and he—I'll let him tell the story, and then I will—I'll uh, regulate. I, I think Matt talked a little smack about me off the air. Jamie, is that right? Didn't you say he said something about? Uh, he, well, I thought he was going to tweet you actually, so I don't know if he actually did or not. No, I did. I did. He just didn't respond. Oh <laughs> wow! <laughs> Sorry, dude. All right. Well, anyway, before we get to that, what is what needs to be regulated, Matt Coca? Okay, so I am in a dynasty league, an IDP dynasty league. A- Adams, Adams, aware of this league because we share a team together. Okay. No, we don't really. Coca, get a little closer to the mic, my friend. All right, I'm uh, I'm up in the We're, mic. Pretend it's raging mic. bulls. You just yeah, get yeah. as close as you can. So I'm in this league on Wednesday. I proposed a trade to Mr. Heath Cummings, and the trade was Frank Gore and a fourth-round pick next year for Andy Dalton because he has three quarterbacks. I only have Matt Ryan. He's on a bye. Well, on Thursday, I didn't get a notification about the trade actually going through, but it did go through. So Andy Dalton was on my bench, and I started Brock Osweiler. So please help me out here. When did you notice it, Coca? This morning when I came into work. I don't, uh, okay. All right, guys. Uh, Heath, what are you going to do as Kabish? Well, I went, I went through and checked to make sure that there were no, uh, bugs in the system. 
And uh, I just went to my email and I searched YOLO because the name of the league is the YOLO Dynasty League. And I saw that I received an email at 4.53 p.m. yesterday saying that uh, Team Coca and Team Patrick is Mahomes had completed a trade. And, uh, yeah, the only regulation here is I'm sorry you don't pay attention to your team. Yeah, I mean. Well, well hold on, though. You, you hold lose. on. Hold on, though. What time did you start your work yesterday? What time? Yesterday. What time did you start Not working? today, yesterday. Uh, I get to the office at, at 4 a.m. 4 a.m. So you leave work at what time? At 1 p.m. And you typically go to sleep when? At 8 p.m. Okay, I thought usually you sleep. At oh, sorry, Jamie, po- poke the hole in your uh, in your theory. I I don't I don't well, see any it was, support. It was more of a nap because Jamie knows that I'm a big napper. I don't so see any during, support for during Coca. During the afternoon, I like to nap. I can't uh, support because, Coca because I produce the the FFT. Uh, show oh. on CBS Sports HQ. So I thought that uh, out of the kindness of Heath's heart, which now I, I realize he doesn't have one. Uh, actually, I usually agree with you. I think Heath's just using his brain on this one. I say no to Coca. Dave, Jamie, what do you think? I'd like to know, Matt, um, do you have the notifications for the league turned off? Or do you have a special spam folder that maybe these his, his answer is, go to? I, I will guarantee you, I don't even know what email those go to. Because that's what I hear from so many people. No, no, it, it goes to my CBS. It, it would go to my CBS email. And, and I'm going to, after I'm out of here, I'm going to go check my email to make sure that there is no notification there. And if there isn't, then what happens? Bro, you got to set your lineup before the yeah, game starts. Yeah. It, yeah, I'm sorry. Owner. Yeah. I think I think the decision for this should come down to your opponent, and if your opponent no decides, I, I, you're, that's I, the I only way that I, when I, started I, this I, league. I can't wait the for the segments on Monday and Wednesday when Heath is back on FFT <laughs> and how this is going to be produced. <laughs> All right, Heath, uh, Heath, lay it down, lay down the law. What's the decision? Regulate. I, I made it clear when I started this league that this was uh, this is going to be ruled with an iron fist. And you're supposed to try at fantasy football, and you didn't try. And so Brock Osweiler is your reward. Oh, man. You should have started Danny Amendola at quarterback. He's only doing this because I'm in first place in that league. Well, then you don't need it, Coca. Thank you for joining us, Matthew Coca. Talk smack about me off the air, and now everything has been regulated. All right. Bold prediction, guys, that I don't really know if I believe it, but I want to see if maybe you guys believe it. So here it is. It's Aaron Jones week, believe it or not. Oh, God. Have, have all of us now made this bold prediction at one time or another? I think have I've you? made it two or three I don't know times. If you have, um, I, we'd all love for it to be Aaron Jones week. And it is Aaron Jones week as soon as Mike McCarthy decides it's Aaron Jones week. But I don't know. I'd like to know the inside information you have that Mike McCarthy is going to, uh, to use his running backs correctly. Oh yeah, it's simple. Uh, the Lions did it after their buy, so the Packers are going to do it after theirs. I like it. Yeah. Now, I, you actually it might be the 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 Rams. That's their opponent. They see the second fewest rush attempts per game in the NFL. It doesn't set up to be a game where they're like running out the clock or anything like that. So maybe it's not Aaron Jones week. What do you guys think? How many carries does he get? Does he get twelve carries? I'm gonna say no. Uh, how many games this year does he even have twelve carries? I, I don't think he's done it. Once. Maybe one. Maybe zero. I believe eleven zero? is his max. So where do we rank Aaron Jones this week? So I think I've got him 37 in non-PPR and 41 in PPR. Uh, 28th in non-PPR and I think somewhere in the 30s in PPR. Yeah, I'm the high guy. I technically have him at 24. 
Okay. I don't know why. It's not a, it's, it's partially because I just can't stand running back this week and there's a lot of guys I just don't feel good about starting. It's about it. There is an article though that I read in, uh, what is this? The Wisconsin State Journal that apparently the Packers want to try and get their running game going coming out of the bye. See? Told you. And in the article, it specifically says that it should mean more carries for Aaron Jones, but it's only part of the equation. Alrighty, guys. Uh, it would be a little gutsy, maybe, but high upside play to start Aaron Jones in a FanDuel lineup. FanDuel.com slash FFT. Join that league. Uh, about 1,200 spots available. Well, we've got a few hundred that have already entered, so not uh, so it's filling up. But FanDuel.com slash FFT, you've got time to enter. Make sure you listen to our Saturday mailbag. We'll answer a bunch of your questions. And you can email us, of course, fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. And make sure you listen to our Saturday night radio show, Ion Fantasy Football, live 10 p.m. Eastern till midnight. Taking your phone calls for two hours. Really, really fun show on CBS Sports Radio, on Sirius Channel 206, cbssportsradio.com. Uh, Eye on fantasy football. Houston 42 and Miami 23. It didn't really look like a significant knee injury for Will Fuller, but they are fearing a torn ACL. Fuller has now caught 11 touchdowns in 11 career games with Deshaun Watson. He had a great game. Uh, this this actually was a borderline bonanza. I, I, I think qualified. Um, but what hap- what is what happens to Deshaun va- Deshaun Watson's value? Pardon me, if, if Fuller's out for the year. I don't know that it affects it too much as long as Kiki QT gets back soon. Okay, they have uh, Denver next week, right? At Denver. At Denver. And then a bye. And then a bye. So uh, Watson, of course, with the big game, and he was started in 70% of leagues, so people did sit him. Um, any other takeaways? What do you think about Lamar Miller right now? I think he, like Watson, is benefiting from a improving offensive line. And they're, they're making just enough room for him to barrel through and pick up some decent yardage. And the Texans want to be a team that certainly, I, th- this will sound a little funny, at least balanced or if not a little bit more run centric. As great of a game as Watson had, he only attempted 20 passes in the game mm-hmm. and it was competitive for a while. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that Miller's going to continue to get a decent workload. Yeah, and for Watson, I mean, it's three straight games with 24 or fewer, or 25 or fewer pass attempts. That's not a good. touchdown every four throws against Miami. Yeah, I mean, do you look at this game like, all right, they played a team that just really struggles defensively and could be inflating the value of some Texans not named Hopkins? It's possible. I, I think... I think it's pretty clear that the Dolphins' defense really is very bad. Yeah, I don't think you should let this game affect your long-term feelings about the Texans too much. Right. So it's what, more about the Dolphins. Your long-term feeling on Lamar Miller, do you think you can rely on him? Uh, no. Absolutely next week. Denver stinks. Uh, we'll see. That didn't didn't work out last week. That's because they played Mike McCoy. That is true. <laughs> they did. Uh, and alright, how about Kenyon Drake? 12 carries, 58 yards and a touchdown. He caught a touchdown from Danny Amendola. You can't really sit here and say, you gotta bench Frank Gore, because Frank Gore's doing well. Um, do you think Drake has a big second half in him? No. Good second half, not great. Yeah. Half. Like, I, I feel like we got a little lucky. 
with this game. Sure. I had him ranked as a top 24 running back. I thought he'd be good. I didn't think he'd have multiple scores like this. Uh, I thought he'd catch the ball a lot more. He only had two grabs Just in the game. Give him the damn ball. It's it's crazy. But Gore is running well. They both had 12 carries. Uh, Heath, are you excited about Devontae Parker? Six catches, 134 yards on nine targets, 15% owned. Let's see uh, what roster he's on next week. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely a case to be made if Stills remains out. Obviously, Wilson's going to be out that Parker could put up good numbers. Yes, he had, what, 46-ish yards or something on that deflected ball. But he also was wide open for what could have been a 66-yard touchdown pass, and Osweiler missed. Oh, Osweiler was bad yesterday. Mm-hmm. So Parker, I'm sure, will be a, a waiver wire uh, topic next week with the Jets and then at Green Bay. Those are those are their next two games. Those could be nice matchups. Uh, Amendola, too. He had six targets, five catches, 43 yards. And you did get lucky with Amendola if you were one of the 14% of our owners who started him. 28-yard touchdown pass for Amendola. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's it. Houston 42, Miami 23. And we will hope for the best with, with Will Fuller, but that really stinks. Uh, a lot of stuff to get to today. Under-owned alert. I got some players that are under-owned, I think, anyway. You tell me if you agree. The Redskins DST, 55% owned. Top 12 for all of you. Top 8 for two of you. They got the Giants. You can use the Redskins in a pinch, right? Definitely. Okay. Redskins DST is under-owned. How about Raheem Mostert, 51% owned? Is he under-owned? Way, obviously. Look at the next three matchups. This week at Arizona, doesn't look like Breida's going to play. Oakland, then the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. How about Ronald Jones, 46%? Is he under-owned? Slightly. Yeah, right. not as much as Mostert is. Peyton Barber was back at practice yesterday. Right. right? Like, Jones is back to being no better than a stash candidate. And how about Geronimo Allison, 69% owned? That's one that needs to go up. Yeah. Uh, We did miss one thing from last night's game. Ian Thomas? DeAndre Hopkins out. Beck Odelling Odell. Yeah, I think DeAndre Hopkins is the best in football at making tough catches. That was incredible. Of course, it I'm didn't so count. mad that it didn't count. <laughs> I actually thought Howard did a pretty good job on him. I mean, the, yeah, the, the first touchdown wasn't on Howard, right? And the second touchdown was, you know, whatever. That's exa- basically what he did to Jalen Ramsey the week before. Only sure. I think he abused Ramsey even worse than he did to Howard. So good job to ha- by Xavier Howard, but there's only so much. Are you, can you do. are you giving out participation trophies on the podcast now? Uh, sure. Okay. Why not? That was nice of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So Geronimo Allison, 69% owned. He had 64 to 80 yards in each game. He caught two touchdowns in those first four games. He only played four games, 64 to 80 yards, and he will uh, face the Rams this week. Yeah, I think his own percentage is pretty close to what his start percentage should be. Yeah. All right, news and notes for you. The the uh, Jaguars will be without three cornerbacks this week. Ramsey will play, but they're depleted in the secondary. Do you move Carson Wentz up this week? No. I've already moved him, and he's still in my top 12, so no. Allen Robinson mispracticed again with a groin injury. Do you think Robinson sits this week? We'll find out today. Yep. If he does sit, do you move Trubisky down? No. Not really. He hasn't been a big part of the game. Right. He's come up with a couple of touchdowns, I think, in two of the three games that Trubisky's been hot. I, maybe Last week I he had a four-yard catch, and that was it. wonder if you know how, Dave, you feel like John Ross makes Andy Dalton better just by being on the field. Sure. Maybe it's 
I, I you know, I could see that being the case if Robinson doesn't play. Trubisky doesn't. Um, what's the drop off? And let's just be honest about it. What's the drop off from Allen Robinson to Kevin White? Now in fantasy, it's no one's going to start Kevin White. It's probably pretty. But as pretty far good. as how you defend him and how you defend the rest of this Bears offense, does it really change much? Yes, I think so. You do? You think so? 100%. I think it shifts more coverage to Anthony Miller and Gabriel and Burton. Maybe uh, Tariq Cohen gets a little more involved. Uh, Royce Freeman has a chance to play at Kansas City. I'd be surprised. Matt Breida, we expect him to sit, right? Yes. yes. All right, we got a new offensive coordinator for Arizona, Byron Leftwich. He says he wants to use David Johnson differently, like Bruce Arians used to use him. And he wants to get Larry Fitzgerald more involved. I I could have written those quotes before he said them. Let's see if Byron Leftwich comes through. Don't know if Damon Harrison is going to play for the Lions. They have the worst run defense in the NFL, arguably. Um, Harrison Harrison is scheduled to play 17 games this season now, since the Lions already had their bye, so they, they could sit him this week. Uh, Marlon Mack did not practice. Do we think Marlon Mack plays this week? Doesn't look good. Yeah, you got to look and see what the injury report says on Friday. Yeah, because he was a partial practice and then downgraded. You don't like it when guys move the wrong way. It's amazing. It's, it's like really Dalvin amazing. Cook last week. And, yes, I, I shake my head. I'm so upset about this. It's like he's got to buy next week. Then the schedule gets tougher. This sucks. This is a perfect time to play Marlon Mack, especially with running backs on bye. Ugh. And uh, Rob Gronkowski was limited in practice, so he's trending in the right direction. Do you expect these guys, Chris Thompson at the Giants? Yes. LaShawn McCoy, Monday. Yes. Peyton Barber at Cincinnati. Yes. Jack Doyle at Oakland. Yes. Okay, so uh, let's go back to Mac real quick. Naeem Hines maybe could be uh, good again. Thoughts? Maybe. Okay. I think that's the go-to. I will move Luck up. if, And I don't have him. I mean, he's my top ten, but I'll move him up if Mac is out. Alrighty. Yeah, it's better for Luck. Because they can't run without Mac. So as we've gotten through basically a week, and we could save this to Saturday if you want, but I wanted your like final overall thoughts on the waiver wire running backs. Who stands out as as the best one? Mostert. Yeah. Uh Richard and PPR. Okay. I agree with both of those things. And Kenyon Barner too. And still potential for Chris Ivory, right? And doesn't I, seem like it though. I think that uh Devontae Booker is underrated in PPR. Okay. Uh, here's a quick segment. People are worried about a few studs, and I want to know if you guys share those concerns. People are worried about Odell Beckham and, to a lesser degree, Saquon Barkley. It, people, like, it feels like Eli Manning is going to get benched at some point, and I get the Beckham concerned concerns. How about you? The only thing I'd be worried about is does Eli Manning's replacement throw a poor pass 15 yards downfield. Yes, yeah, Eli Manning's replacement is Kyle Lalletta, who has very little arm strength, apparently. Like, he's a cerebral guy. He's not a big arm. I shouldn't say he has very little arm strength, but I think that's a weakness of his. Would would that quarterback change happen at the very end of the year, though? Are you worried about like, Beckham? Would, would they, you be would they do it sell? now if Lalletta wasn't ready and Lalletta didn't have that type of arm strength that could really threaten the teams that they play? I mean, instead of speculating, I just – do you think that the Beckham owner should be looking to sell now? I don't – I'm not selling Beckham or Barkley. I understand why anyone might want to, and I don't think it's unreasonable. I, it's just you make sure that you're selling high – like you couldn't be selling any higher on Barkley. 
Okay, and Todd Gurley, people are worried about Todd Gurley. They think he's going to sit in the fantasy playoffs. I think the championship game is the only thing you have to worry about because their last two games are against Arizona and San Francisco, and they could have a two-game lead on the division, and we know Sean McVay has no issue resting guys. Do you want him chasing records? Yeah, I'm afraid he could sit the second half of Week 16. Do they have a two-game lead on the conference? Because that's the only thing. Yeah, you're, you're you're hoping he's chasing records and Seattle's good. You're cheering for Green Bay this week. Sure. Yeah, New Orleans is five and one. Rams are seven and zero. Oh. There are some two loss teams in there, including Washington, Minnesota, Green Bay. Uh, yeah, I I, I my response is like, no, don't don't trade Gurley at that with the thought of that happening. Pick up Malcolm Brown. Um, can you drop the Rams DST? They got the Packers this week. At New Orleans, then Seattle, then at Kansas City, and then they're by. Yeah, yeah, can. for sure. All right. We got the starto meter for a few players in one of the games that we'll preview later. We got beat the waiver wire, then we'll get into the games. But uh, Heath has been into the game for a while now, that game being uh, PUBG Mobile. And drop in, gear up, compete for glory in PUBG Mobile. PUBG Mobile is the official mobile version of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, offering intuitive and heavily customizable controls. One of the very best mobile games available. It's also free to play, so you can test your grit as you fight an explosive 100-man battles to be the last player standing. Battle Royale, baby! Scavenge weapons, vehicles, and supplies inside a relentless, shrinking battle zone. Experience incredible realistic graphics as you try to stay alive through a variety of urban and rural environments. And mix it up with different play modes that include teaming up with up to three other players in squad matches. Play war mode, mini zone, and quick matches for fast-paced arcade-style play. Take on different challenges to earn coins you can use to buy stuff like badass threads. And defeat every player... Stay in the zone, and before before you know it, you're going to be shouting your victory cry, winner, winner, chicken dinner. It is pulse-pounding. It is fast-paced. It's winner-take-all. Download the official mobile version of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds for free. Go to your Android or iOS app store and type PUBG Mobile, P-U-B-G Mobile. Collect a special reward using the link in the promo code provided in the episode description. Play now. Really fun game. Getting me back into video games. And in the spirit of a battle royale, I'm going to talk about four quarterbacks that are ranked similarly. Who wins the battle royale, guys? Andrew Luck at Oakland. Jared Goff against Green Bay. Ben Roethlisberger against Cleveland. Or Andy Dalton against Tampa Bay. Who wins the battle royale? Luck, Goff, Big Ben, or Dalton? Luck. I'll start by saying that they're all top ten quarterbacks, but Luck is one I liked even with Marlon Mack playing. And if Marlon Mack's out, I'll love Luck. I'll go with Big Ben against Cleveland. Two Lux. Okay, I'm a little. I thought maybe a little more spread out. All right, Big Big Ben for Heath. Two Lux. Where's Luck for you, uh, Heath, in this ranking of four? He is currently last. I go Ben, Andy, Goff, Luck. Okay. Start meter zero to ten. How anxious are you to start these guys? Zero is no way. Ten is must start in every league. Geronimo Allison. Six. 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 Raheem Mostert. Ooh, satanic. No Brita, eight. Seven. Six. So you, would you start Mostert over Allison? Yes. Not in PPR. George Kittle. Ten. Ten. Eleven. David Johnson. Ten. Nine. Eight and a half. Larry Fitzgerald. Four, five, three. 
Christian Kirk. Five. Three. Who do you like better, Kirk or Fitz? Fitz. Kirk, slightly. I have them back-to-back, I believe, and I would say Kirk, but just barely. Sneak preview at the stat of the game for Arizona and uh, San Francisco. Last game we'll preview today. Seven wide receivers have had eight or more targets against the 49ers. Six of those seven have scored double-digit fantasy points in non-PPR, the only exception being the miserable Keenan Allen, who we now have on our team instead of T.Y. Hilton. Um, why is that significant? Because Larry Fitzgerald has had eight or more targets in two straight games. So hopefully he can get two double-digit fantasy points. All right, let's beat the waiver wire with Raheem Mostert being an absolute must, uh, most add. He's 51% owned. He's got good matchups coming up, including this week. I also would like to throw Cortland Sutton's name in there. Um, are you guys going to be looking to pick him up? No. I have him on a roster or two already. Yeah, you know, maybe it's like I'd like to have him on a on a roster or two, just in case. Um, you know, Alfred Morris, guys, is there any interest in him both this week and they've got a Thursday game against Oakland coming up? Like, we love yeah. Mostert, but what about Alf? He's not a bad guy to have on your bench. It's well, obviously depending what's on... What's the point of having him on the bench? Uh, they... This week they come out, and it turns out they don't want to give Mostert more than nine carries in a game, and Alf has 15 and scores right. a touchdown. There is a remote I think chance that's of that. a potential outcome, to be completely honest. I I would give a few more carries to Mo and a few fewer carries I, I to Alf. I hope so. But we, like, I don't think this is going to be Mostert as an every-down back by any stretch. I think no. they're going to split, and Alf is a goal-line guy. But I think if you start him, you're saying, all right, he's going to get me a touchdown and – 30, 40 yards, and the ceiling is 10 fantasy points. Uh, it's not the best beat the waiver wire, but Joe Flacco against Pittsburgh, he's 53% owned, 26 fantasy points in the first meeting. If you guys wouldn't mind, could you take a look? Just tell me who who are uh, which teams are on bye next week. I know it's tough. It's uh, by NATO 1. Yeah, yep. it's by NATO 1. We've got Arizona, Jacksonville, Philadelphia, Some really Cincinnati, <laughs> Indianapolis, the Giants, those are the six. Yeah, there's I, I saw in one of my leagues, and I don't like it, but I like the matchup. Uh, Alex Smith is available. He's yes. like seventy something percent owned. They get the Falcons. He was the second guy I was going. I was going to say Flacco against Pittsburgh and Alex Smith against Atlanta. Are there any Redskins wide receivers that you'd want? Are there any ones that are healthy? <laughs> Paul Richardson, baby. Uh, Geronimo Allison, we talked about, and I, I think it's really tough to find a speculative DST if you look at next week's schedule because, like. Bills are playing Chicago. Everybody owns them. Oakland at San Francisco is the Thursday night game. How about the Jets? The Jets for sure. No, I don't think you want to start either Oakland or San Francisco. The Jets, they got the Dolphins. Yeah. And then the Bills. If you want a two-week window for the Jets, it's not a bad speculative situation. Okay. I, uh, I've i got a receiver that's a beat-the-waiver-wire guy. Who? Martavis. And, you know, you said someone last week that I think could still apply in Christian Kirk. He wasn't great last week by any means, but he wasn't terrible. No, he, he had, what, six targets, seven targets? Um, the two Jets running backs, Trenton Cannon and Elijah McGuire. Um, again, they get Miami next week. If something happens to Crowell in this week's game, Cannon could be a star, and McGuire may get activated soon. Kirk is out there in 60% of fantasy leagues. And I haven't made this point yet. I've been meaning to, but this year, maybe I have made this point, year of the handcuff. These backup running backs are stepping in, and they have been outstanding. So 
it is time. If you've got a roster spot to play with, handcuff Todd Gurley, handcuff Kareem Hunt. Um, I don't know about Zeke, but and I don't think Barkley. You should handcuff um, James Conner with Le'Veon Bell. That'd be a good one. <laughs> Handcuffs have been amazing this year, so, you know, could could help you win some leagues. Let's go to the games. Here we go. And at some point, we'll pick a bonanza. New Orleans is at Minnesota. I don't think this will be the one. Stat of the game, the Saints allow the second fewest fantasy points to running backs and 2.8 yards per carry to running backs. Will Latavius Murray have a third straight good game? Good, yes. Great, no. I think by default he's a number two fantasy running back, but toward the low end, and it's because of the touches that he's going to get and the potential to score a touchdown. So would you start Mostert over him if, if Breed is out? I would not. It's a, it's a little, it feels a little risky. Yeah. There, there's probably a higher ceiling for him if everything works out, but it's a big if. Literally back-to-back in my rankings, I've got Murray a spot ahead. Who do you have ahead, Mark Ingram or Latavius Murray? Literally back-to-back in my rankings, Ingram one spot ahead. Uh, Murray for me. Murray for me. All right, so Murray you can start, but he's not a great start. Uh, Neither is Ingram. Right, certainly not. It's true. Um, New Orleans has allowed 36 or more receiving yards to four running backs in their last four games. I don't know if you're going to get that from Murray. All right, why don't we go to the Saints first. We'll come back to the Vikings. Drew Brees. I went back and looked at his primetime road games each of the last four years. Uh, just, let's just say the last two seasons haven't been very good. 19, 17, and 20 fantasy points in three primetime road games, including last month, last year, a Monday nighter at Minnesota. He scored 17 fantasy points. Uh, starter sit breeze. Is Xavier Rhodes playing and is Everson Griffin playing? Tell me, give me the, you know, if they're in, if they're out scenarios. I, I, I am not expecting Rhodes to play. That obviously helps. I don't know about Griffin, but he's their best pass rusher. And if he's not playing, then Breeze is going to have time to throw against a depleted uh, defensive backfield. And I would love starting him in that situation. I, I've got Breeze right in that range to where you can't really say start him or sit him. Uh, I'd start him over Wentz, Cam, Wilson, Stafford. I would sit him for Andy, Winston, Luck, Trubisky. I mean, he's just right in the middle. I wouldn't make a transaction to pick up another quarterback. Where do you get off uh, being on a first-name basis with Andy Dalton? Me? Yeah. Um, I, I have uh, written many kind things you just about traded him, him in my career. I just traded him to a first-place team to try to give him a chance to win a championship. <laughs> yeah, but you, you made for him Frank start. Or no less. You made him start uh, Brock Osweiler over yeah, him. By the way, that wasn't really a great trade. I have Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Andy Dalton. You really no got one, a fourth round pick. No next one year will. Yeah, I got a fourth round pick. I, I'm happy with that. No one's going to give me anything for Andy Dalton. I could have just dropped him. All right, so Breeze. Uh, yeah, it's like we're not thrilled about starting him, but uh, if Griffin and Rhodes are out, does Breeze all of a sudden become like a a great start? Yes, I probably won't move him very much. I have him ten. There's just so many great quarterbacks this week, and he's so not many. throwing a lot. So many. It's great true. Okay. Uh, okay, so, uh, what do you got, what do you got with Kamara and Ingram, guys? Kamara, you're gonna start. And Ingram's, uh, in that Latavius Murray. Right. In I, the twenties. Yeah, I mean, just guys that should have the chance to get a decent workload, but not exactly in a great situation or great matchup. So a guy like Tariq Cohen, you would start over him? Yes. Oh, yes. Obviously, Philip Lindsay will start over him. If Marlon Mack plays, you start him. 
Uh, okay. And the I start Richard over him in PPR. Wide receivers. Any interest in? People are going to start Michael Thomas. If Rhodes plays, then you know it might not be a great game for him. But you're starting Thomas. What about Traquan Smith or Meredith? Any interest? Smith's a flyer. I mean, I think he can run past Trey Waynes, but we'll see how that goes. Ben Watson, starter sit. Low end starter. Good streamer. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this team struggles against tight ends. Seventh most fantasy points to tight ends for Minnesota. Kittle had nine. Graham had nine in, in non-PPR. They both had five or six catches. Jason Kroom caught a touchdown. Uh, Seals Jones had a solid game, at least for him. Chris Herndon had four for By the way, and a touchdown. Yeah, speaking of beat the waiver wire, go get Chris Herndon now. Why? You might need Dolphins start next week. Or Forget about this week. Next week. Well, just Michael because Roberts the Dolphins. Michael Roberts and Julius Thomas last, or uh, Justin Thomas last two, two Jordan games. Thomas. Jordan Thomas, Jesus. Um, the last two weeks. And Julius. Jonathan and Taylor Thomas. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to Kirk Cousins, start or sit. Cousins or Breeze? Make that decision for me. Breeze. Cousins. Breeze. Damn it, I really want to start Cousins. I just, told, I just told you to. Well, why do you love him? Well, I like him better than Breeze. Uh, because the Saints, they allow, they're terrible against quarterbacks. Second most, uh, fin- uh, it's, it's, second it's most a little fluky though. A little fluky. Look at the quarterbacks they played. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, it, okay, you're right. It's, it's two huge games. Fitzpatrick and Matt Ryan. Um, Tyrod Taylor, Eli Manning, Alex Smith, Joe Flacco. <laughs> what a who's It's a bunch awful, of terrible, awful, terrible awful quarterbacks. List. But I think I'm wrong about Flacco, because I put that he scored 13 fan- oh yeah, he did score 13 fantasy points, right? No, Flacco had 30. Against the Saints? Last week? Yes. He had 30? 30. 3-0. Oh, okay. 23 of them Thir- came 30. passing. Yeah, I knew it was a mistake there. Right, so well, if Flacco can have 30, why would why would Cousins not be able to light this team up? He could. I don't think he's a bad start, but I don't think you should say the Saints are terrible against quarterbacks because it's, it's really an inflated situation by one, two games. What? I'm confused. Didn't they look at look, look, yeah? Look right, at the quarterbacks they faced. Uh-huh. They have played. They have to have played the easiest schedule against quarterbacks this year. They've faced all bad quarterbacks almost entirely, except Matt Ryan. Except for Matt Ryan. And okay, Joe Flacco one hundred percent did not score thirty points last week. Uh, he scored twenty three. Lamar Jackson had a rushing touchdown. So that score, they scored 29 as a group. Flacco scored 23 fantasy points last week, which is pretty okay. damn good for him. Um, uh, yeah, but at home he's usually good. All right, so I, I the point is Cousins is a good start. I don't know if he's a great start. They just added another corner in Eli Apple that should make their secondary better. That's true. Don't know if he, he's going to play, but I assume he will. Um, all right, Cousins. So Heath, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to start Cousins over Breeze. All right, thank you, Heath. Uh, and but don't do that if Rhodes doesn't play. I don't think you would do that, would you? If Rhodes uh, is out? Yeah, I'm not going to move him up. I've got Cousins 5th and Breeze 12th, so. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean this is what Cousins does. Like he has some bad games. He has some huge games. Uh he, you know. Lately they've been he had, disappointing. He had, a, he had a great game against uh who was it? Where he at Philly? Miss Miss Yeah, Philly. Uh it was 31 of 37 passing, 307 right. yards and one touchdown. He's he's giving you unreal completion percentage. He's throwing the ball plenty. The touchdowns just haven't quite been there like you'd like them to be. Right, and I think I think they'll come. Uh, Heath does too, apparently. Starters at Stefan Diggs. Start. Okay. Yeah, I thought you're gonna start him. Starters at Kyle Rudolph. 
He's all right. I'd prefer some of the other Johnny Come Lately tight ends like Howard, Najoku. CJ Uzama. Uzama. Watson. Now, that was my next question. Watson or Rudolph? It's very close, right? Yeah, I'd actually, I think I'd go Rudolph and Non and Watson and PPR. The Saints are actually very good against tight ends. Fourth fewest fantasy points. OJ Howard is the only tight end with more than 30 yards against the Saints. Mark Andrews is the only one to score. They faced Howard, Najoku, Hooper, Jordan Reed, Mark Andrews. So <coughs> sit the DSTs and start using stamps.com. Really, really good service. Especially for you small business owners, if you work from home, out of your home office, you should be using Stamps.com. Go to Stamps.com right now and click on the microphone in the top right corner of the of the page and enter our promo code to get a four-week trial. That promo code is FFT. Not too hard to remember, so go to Stamps.com right now and use the promo code FFT. I use Stamps.com. Very, very effective, very, very efficient. You know, if, if you're up late or early and the post office isn't open and you gotta do something, you gotta, you know, do some shipping, that's why you got stamps.com. You can buy and print real US postage for any letter or any package 24-7. Click, print, mail, and you're done. And stamps.com will even send you a digital scale so you can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every single time. Special offer is a four-week trial that includes postage and a digital scale at stamps.com. Uh, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in FFT. Again, it's FFT for the four-week trial. Seattle. The, Jaguar, the Jaguars the almost had to use stamps.com to get Dante Moncrief to London. Why? What happened? He missed the team flight because he uh, didn't have his passport situation handled, so he had to Ooh. take a commercial flight by himself. Ooh, man. But he made it. All right. Hope they had, like, entertainment on the flight, TVs or something. Uh, stat of the game for Seattle and Detroit. Aaron Rodgers is the only quarterback with more than 22 points against Detroit uh, in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues. And he threw 52 passes in that game. So t- p- uh, players just don't throw on Detroit a lot. They see the second-fewest pass attempts. Or no, uh, sorry, second—yeah, pass attempts per game. What's the matter with me? Russell Wilson, starter, sit. Sit. Okay, we'll sit him. Wentz or Wilson? Wentz. Wentz. Uh, Wilson. Alrighty. Chris Carson. This is an interesting one. Start or sit Chris Carson? Start. Start. You gotta start him. Yeah, how much would, would Harrison matter if he starts for, if he plays for the Lions? The Giants, I, mean, I believe, ranked, uh, 22nd in run defense. Something like that. Right around that but range. Four yards per I carry. I think they were twentieth in fantasy points allowed. They were twenty twenty seconds. But so four yards per carry okay. to running backs, whereas the right. Lions so are at six yards per carry. Right. So he won't be that. So they go to five yards per carry. Okay. So I is Carson an, sh- an awesome start? No, no, he's not as awesome a start, but he is a good start. I think there are ways you could get away from him in PPR. I I would start Jalen Rashard over him. I agree. Would you start Latavius Murray or Chris Carson? Carson. Carson. Latavius. Uh, Doug Baldwin or Tyler Lockett? Who are we going with? Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah. Dougie Fresh. That's an easy one. So, how much do you like Baldwin this week? I uh, I found myself liking him a lot. I good number I, two receiver. Uh, yes, the slot has been a problem for the Lions, no matter who they've had as their slot corner. Darius Slay. This is unrelated. He's obviously not going to line up much against Doug Baldwin, but he's given up five touchdowns this year, three in the last two weeks. Getting slayed. 
he is this this pass defense just isn't that great. The pass rush hasn't been that great. I don't think Harrison's going to change that much, if at all. It's one of the reasons why I'm oh, no, he won't. I'm I'm a little iffy on on Wilson being an outright set. I know that the numbers have been very odd for him. He's had three touchdowns despite 21 pass attempts. I think the last two weeks we've seen the Lions allow multiple passing touchdowns in all but one game this season. I, I think he'll be okay. I think Baldwin really does benefit from from the matchup and from the targets that he seems to be um, set for after what we saw in their last game against the Raiders. Yeah, they actually give up an average of 20 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks on the season. The Lions? Yes. And they're seventh worst in yards per attempt, but like I said, they see the second fewest attempts you said, per game. You said who is Rodgers the only one that did what? 22, more than 22, oh, 22. points. I'm sorry. Yeah, so over twenty-two. So you have uh, four guys that got to twenty-one or more. In the last twenty or more, games. excuse me. Right. Uh, three in the last three games, and so I think that twenty-point number is where Wilson will kind of settle in. All right, you're sitting Lockett, right? No, not that interested. He's a fine flex. Yeah, I'd set him. Kenny Galladay would he be the best wide receiver in this game? Yes. Yes. I prefer Tate in PPR. Are you talking about of the Lions or are you talking uh, about overall? Like overall. how would you rank Baldwin with the I Lions actually guys? have Baldwin ranked a couple spots ahead of Galladay. And I am not a fan of Golden Tate this week. Oh, how come? Because I think the Seahawks pass defense is pretty good. I think they can cover him well. And we've seen now two straight games where the Lions have been able to run the ball fairly effectively, and it's taken work away from Golden Tate. The one thing that I knew with Tate them. all along was that he was an extension of the run game, which was previously non-existent with the Lions. Yeah, he still got 10 PPR points last week, though. So did he? And, yep. He had if a we're talking run. like if we're talking about the last couple of weeks, the guy who got hurt the most last week was Kenny Galladay. He only got two targets. Yeah, he had a, he's had a touchdown called back in two straight games. And Tate he, lost he has what he week. has, but he's, Tate dropped uh, one. He's still so involved. Okay, so we're sitting Marvin Jones, I assume. Yes, Tate did have over 10 fantasy PPR points. He had a 30-yard rush last but week. That's not very good, is it? Like 10 PPR no. 10? points? No. 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 That's a way to justify starting somebody with a floor. Is a revenge game though. That He's is. He's had revenge games against them before and hasn't done well. Carry on Johnson. Starter sit. Start. You've got to start him. Over Chris yeah, hopefully Carson. Hopefully Theoretic is out again. Johnson or Carson? Johnson. I'll go carry on. Johnson. And Garrett Blunt, you're going to sit. <sighs> I think that's pretty much it for this game. Would you start carry on Johnson or Kenny Galladay? Johnson. 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 You just completely forgot about Marvin Jones like the Lions. No, I said we're sitting him. <laughs> I said him. <laughs> uh, I've seen him cut. Uh, Ed Dixon practicing full. Looks like he's going to make his debut. Yes. And I had a stat about the Lions against tight ends. I don't think anybody really cares. No, but, but he's somebody to keep an eye on. Last because of the position. three games, the Lions have allowed two touchdowns to tight ends and six catches for 76 yards to Jimmy Graham. I, somebody needs to expose the Lions' pass defense. Uh, maybe the... Seahawks will be the one to do it. The team that throws it 22 times a game. <laughs> Jets are at the Bears. Stat of the game. We talk about Isaiah Crowell and a tough matchup for him, but a good opportunity. Frank Gore is the only running back with more than 57 rushing yards against the Bears and is the only running back or the only running back with double-digit fantasy points in non-PPR without a receiving touchdown. And, of course, he did it in an overtime game. Starter sit Crowell. I'm starting him. I uh, flex at best. I I'm not excited about Crowell. Heath, you'd start him. Would you start him over Chris Carson? Would you start him over Latavius? 
not carry on Johnson. I would not start him over carry on Johnson. I would start him over the other guys. You'd start Crowell over Carson? Yes. How come? So obviously Carson has a much better matchup. Carson doesn't. I, I am currently projecting Snacks is going to play, so that might change a little bit if he doesn't play. I did downgrade Carson just a little bit because of that, but left him in my top 20 running backs. I just think if you give Crowell 16 to 20 touches, he's got a pretty decent chance of breaking a big play. Yeah. And I, I know the Bears have not given up a rushing touchdown yet. I don't expect them to go the entire season without giving up a rushing touchdown. And if the Jets score a rushing touchdown, Isaiah Crowell is going to be the one who scores it. Do you and, and they know, did have a half yard away from giving up a touchdown if Kenyon Drake falls in the end zone in that game against Miami. That's do right. you know how many big rushes they've allowed, 20-plus yard rushes the Bears have allowed? I don't. Season? One. And it was to Frank Gore, of all the people. And a Bears linebacker got hurt on the play. So uh, I would say they're pretty good against the run. And oh, Crowell, yeah. I don't think he's going to dominate touches for the Jets. I think they're still going to use a second guy. And we're not really going to be super excited about Trenton Cannon this week, but he might be someone you want to put on your bench. Uh, the bonus stat of the game was that the Bears allow the second most pass plays of 40-plus yards in the NFL. Only one team has allowed more, and they played their eighth game of the season last night, and that was the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the Bears do give up big plays. That's kind of why I liked Robbie Anderson as a sleeper when, on the waiver wire show. And he had 10 targets last week. But it's going to be cold. High of 54, low of 41. And there are already people who are saying, why do we draft Sam Darnold? He can't play in the cold. So I don't know. Do you, do you want to start anyone in the Jets passing game? No. And Anderson's banged up too. He is. This, this is a day game, right? Yes. So but it's going to be the 50s. Last but, week was a day game for at, for the Jets, and Darnold was terrible against Yeah, the but Vikings. isn't Darnold just not a great quarterback to begin with? Like, very up and down, doesn't complete a lot of his passes, probably is going to need a better receiving core than what he has now to be a They got Rashard Matthews. Oh, right, I'm sorry. So, we're taking it all back. We're not starting any of these guys. <laughs> no problem. No, uh, Herndon, if you're desperate at tight end, because, because he's scored a touchdown each of the last two weeks, the targets haven't been bad. I just wish he'd play a little bit more. I was with you, Adam, on the Robbie Anderson boom-bust flex thing. Yeah, he's, I still think he is. Yeah, but he's that every game. He is that every game. But the Bears are a good matchup for a player like him because they do give up big passing plays. Wish it were a little warmer, though. Uh, Trubisky is seventh for everyone. You can definitely start Mitch Trubisky. The Jets have just been dreadful against quarterbacks, um, even though Cousins didn't really take advantage of that matchup last week. Bears running backs, Howard or Cohen? I know it's easy in PPR, it's Cohen, but what about in non-PPR? Yes, Cohen, still Cohen. Howard or Crowell? Howard. Crowell. Howard. Who's the best bear this week? Like, other than Trubisky, he's going to score the most points, you'd think. Cohen. Cohen. Then Burton. So how does Trubisky get his points if we're not going to start any of his wide he's receivers? Michael Vick. <laughs> he is got, Michael Vick. I've got Taylor Gabriel as the number three receiver. Right, you're not going to give up on him just because he had a lousy game last week. I, I'll, I'll, I'll like him a in. lot more. I'll if, bet back in if Robinson's out. Sure. If Robinson plays, I don't love Gabriel. And if Robinson plays, you don't love Robinson either, right? No. Yeah, like, the Jets are really bad against wide receivers. They've allowed nine or more fantasy points in non-PPR. That's a big game. To multiple receivers in the same game four times in seven games. Uh Trey Burton's a must-start at this point. He's top eight. He's sixth, seventh, or eighth for everybody. He's actually ninth in PPR for Dave and Heath. Um, actually, the Jets have been worse against wide receivers than they have been against tight ends. I'll say that. He's a wide receiver, though. He is. Ebron, the only tight end with more than 36 yards against the Jets. But how can you get away from Burton? Would you start Burton or Howard? Burton. 
Uh, Burton in PPR, Howard in non-PPR. And the Bears DST, two bad games in a row with only one combined sack, but they are top two this week as they will get back to the uh, the positive side of things. I am going to tell you the Bonanza, and you can go to that game. I'll tell you about the Bonanza after SeatGeek. So what's it going to be? Where am I going to send people this week? Well, use the SeatGeek app to get there and save 20 bucks on your first purchase. FFT is the promo code. So download the SeatGeek app, search for an event. SeatGeek will, will uh, search multiple sites for you, give you the results, tell you which ones to buy, the best bang for your buck. I was going to use it for a football game. I was going to go to a football game tonight, in fact, but I can't find anyone to go with. Sad story. But SeatGeek did remind me, hey, these tickets are still available. Price is going down. Uh, it's a really useful app if you want to just find events. If you want to give somebody a gift, use the SeatGeek app to get them some tickets. Every purchase is fully guaranteed. It's a terrific app. It's the best way to get seats. It's super easy, and you get 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase with the promo code FFT. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Dave, would you have driven three hours with me to go to the Miami-Boston College game tonight? Uh, Sure, if I had absolutely nothing else to do. Sure. Do you go three for three? Knicks lose, Dolphins lose. Dolphins lose. Dude, you're missing the team that I really want to win this week. The Dodgers. <laughs> and they've already lost twice. No, you're missing it. Who? Because they're not going to win. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. They're, uh, yeah. I, I went off on the Red Sox yesterday. I actually did that for the Red Sox fans. I thought you would be happy to know how pissed off I am. Um, I thought that would actually bring a smile to your face. By the way, here we go. We got a bonanza coming up. Look at those arms. It's Dodgers, Red Sox, warmer weather. No, it's uh, it's the Bengals. I have faith in Andy Dalton. And, of course, the Buccaneers. They're a big part of this, too. Two bad defenses, a lot of points, a lot of fantasy production. I'd say a layup. Bengals, Bucks. Not this game. Baltimore, Carolina. Let's get to it. So which which players? Yeah, because there's some bad, bad players in that game. Okay, both quarterbacks. Okay. Okay. Mixon. Okay. Green Evans. Mm-hmm. Two other wide receivers. <laughs> Boyd. Boyd and, and who? I, I like. Pick I, your buck. I, I I take Deshaun over a Godwin. Okay. But both they both might be good. Howard. Uh, I'm a touch worried about him, but either Howard or Uzama will score. And forget about the running backs. Who cares about the Bucks running backs? You get those right. You're 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 correct. I don't have to get all of them right. You know a bonanza when you see one. It and won't, last week was not one. It won't be. Yes, it was. It won't be in Carolina where Baltimore and the Panthers are mingling. Stat of the game. The Panthers, I don't know. Is their run defense getting a little bit better? They had been terrible against running backs, but they were great against the Eagles. And if you look at two of their last three games, the Giants running backs, well, it's just Barkley, averaged 3.2 yards per carry. The Eagles running backs, 2.6 yards per carry. Do you have any faith in Alex Collins this week? No, and Thomas Davis now two games back from his suspension, so that's probably a big factor what happened last week. I do not have any faith in Alex Collins. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about a lot of guys that you're starting over him, right? Murray, Ingram, Mostert. Yeah, and we don't have faith in Buck Allen. Um, Flacco, 18th for Jamie and Heath, 15th for Dave. I think we can go pretty quickly on Baltimore. Which Ravens wide receiver do you prefer? John Brown. That's the one. Do you like love John Brown? I like 
I like love him. I don't like him a lot. I just like him. <laughs> okay. Uh, starter said Crabtree. I don't I, feel as good about Crabtree. I like meh him. He's a low end number three receiver. 12 points PPR. Uh, Funches or Brown? I have Brown ranked higher, I believe. They're so similar. I have Funches they, ranked higher. <laughs> they need touchdowns. Similar? They need touchdowns to be good. Brown could do it on a couple of big plays. Um, Baltimore's secondary, there were some concerns earlier in the week that they might not be at full strength. Carr and Jimmy Smith both practiced in full. Smith hasn't looked great this year, but even he should be able to kind of sort of contain Funches. I think Funches is going to be a little touchdown dependent. He's always touchdown dependent. Well, but he More can still so. get you like six for 70 or something. Yeah. Uh, just, I've, you hope he I've gets got him a at five for 62. That's pretty reasonable. Last week, Funches had six for sixty-two at the Eagles. He's been between sixty-two. Be on his Hall of Fame bust. Five for sixty-two. Five for sixty-two. Sixty-two to seventy-seven yards in four of his last five games. Um, and uh, Cam Newton, starter sit. So hard to say to get away from Cam Newton when he's been playing so well. It's set just it and a forget really, it. really difficult matchup. But you him. have him outside the top twelve. So how can we set it and forget it? Because it's not a top 12 anymore, Adam. It's a top 30. But, <laughs> but, but it's, we say 12 because there are usually 12 teams in a league, which means it's very likely that somebody sure. has a quarterback. But there there are also no. some teams in a league that have two of the guys in the top 12. The key, so. the key is no one that's ranked above Cam Newton is available in more than 25% of leagues. I'm not telling anyone to pick up somebody on free in free agency, but I have Dalton and Cam. Start Dalton. You start Dalton. Yeah. I think you should start Dalton, but you can't ignore the fact he has at least 27 fantasy points in four of his last five games. I know, I know. At least 27. Yeah. His worst game in that span, the game he didn't have 27, he had 19. And the Ravens are a tough matchup. They allow the second fewest points to quarterbacks. Um, he, Newton is a matchup killer. But, uh, he, you know, he is definitely a start. But you could start other guys with better matchups. Uh, would you give any thought to sitting Christian McCaffrey in non-PPR? Uh, I would for Tariq Cohen and James White. What about for Jalen Richard? Not in no. non PPR, no way. What about Mostert or McCaffrey in non PPR? No, I'd go. If you were if you were to say for sure he's getting eighty percent of the touches, yes. But as he said, Alfred Morris is going to be there as well, even if Breed is out. Well, the, and I think the fear with McCaffrey is that he doesn't even have ten carries in either of his last two games, and now he's going up against Baltimore. But there are like seven running backs that you could legitimately have on your team with McCaffrey that I'd start over him. In non-PPR. Name James a, Connor. Name oh, I, there's 14 for me. <laughs> James White, Carrion Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Al, Adrian Peterson, Marlon McAvee plays. So, Jamie, you have McCaffrey 15th in non-PPR? I think so, right around there. Do you know, He's in the teens. Do you know what he averages in points per game? Like where he is in points per game in non-PPR? 15th. 15th. 14th if you eliminate Mark Ingram. Uh, we talked about Funches. Greg Olson, starter, sit. I'm sitting him. I'd rather sit him, but I'd start him over Evan Ingram. I would do that as well. But he's outside. I don't think he's even in my top 15. Alrighty. Washington is at the Giants. Stat of the game. The Redskins have allowed 70 or more yards to six wide receivers in their last three games. Three Saints, Devin Funches, Michael Gallup, and Alan Hearns. Only one of those receivers had more than 81 yards. But, you know, the way we kind of like Funches is like a 70-yard guy, that's sort of what Sterling Shepard had been without Evan Ingram. And he's Shepard is probably the only tough call for the Giants because you're, you're getting away from Eli, you're starting Barkley and Beckham, and you're going to try to sit Evan Ingram. Starter sit Shepard. I like him much better in PPR for obvious reasons. 
I am optimistic that he will continue to see a nice amount of work. The Washington pass defense, A, is predictable to figure out because they don't really move their guys around, and B, uh, they're, I, it looks like they're going to be without one of their perimeter cornerbacks. Their slot corner isn't going to play at 100%. I, uh, I am optimistic about Sterling Shepard this week. And he's a top 30 receiver. Yeah. Safe okay. number three. Potentially a number two. Would you start him over Alex Collins? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Alrighty. Uh, so yeah, I think we can skip the Giants. Uh, we basically covered them. Alex Smith, any interest here? Nope. Okay. You actually like Manning better than Smith, right? Just for I do. argument's sake. Alright, what I do like you think about Smith the- Less than Manning. The Redskins- <laughs> The Redskins running backs, guys. I mean, Peterson's a must-start guy, and Thompson will be a flex if he plays. Especially PPR. Yeah, I mean, you can't even look at what the Giants have done against running backs, because they just got a lot worse against running backs. They lost a very good run stuffer. So Peterson- They have a lot of touchdowns to a running back in every game. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. And, and alright, Thompson is a tougher call. If he plays, what do you do? I don't at think least a flex, a of, at least a flex in PPR. I don't know how much work he'll get if they're receiving core is the game. awful and Capri Bibbs, Capri Bibbs just scored last week. So, uh, it's still where Alex Smith is throwing the ball to because he doesn't have a lot of help in his passing game and his tight ends will let him down. Thompson or Shepard? There's more upside with Shepard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably take Thompson. Thompson or Peterson in PPR? Peterson. Peterson. Uh, one I don't think this is a seven catch game for Thompson. Thompson or Crowell? Crowell. I think I'd actually go Crowell. Yeah, he's safer. Okay. Jordan Reed, starter sit. I'm probably starting him. Uh, I would try not to. I would try not to also, but Sportsline loves him this week. And just to, you know, give credit where credit's due, Sportsline loved Deshaun Watson this week too. They had him second. I got this gut feeling about Jordan Reed, but a lot of it had to do with guys being out. But Paul Richardson is going to play, right? He's on track to. Maybe that's what he needs. He needs everybody back. Maybe. The Giants have actually He's like Chris Hogan. He needs, he needs more he need help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be. No, no, it can't be. Uh, Green Bay at the Rams, stat of the game. Jared Goff has only one game with more than 33 pass attempts and none with more than 36 pass attempts this year. And for Green Bay, they see the third fewest pass attempts in the NFL. And Kirk Cousins is the only quarterback who's had a big game against the Packers, more than 21 points. So it's like, Goff is great. I don't think the Packers' pass defense is special, but they don't get thrown on a lot, and Goff doesn't throw a lot. So do you like Jared Goff this week? I don't think that they get thrown on a lot thing is um, a thing. I don't think that's a staple of a good Fantasy defense. They played the Bills, who just don't throw a lot. They had the weird game against Stafford where the Lions jumped up early. They didn't trust Trubisky in week one. Yeah. Okay, fine. I, but, but then, but then the Goff, other games were Alex Goff does not Fowler. throw a lot. That, that I know. He might. The over, but he the over under is the highest for the week. So, unless Gurley goes crazy again, which he could, this game, first off, the fact that Aaron Rodgers is a nine point underdog is ridiculous. Wait, should, uh, should I change it? No, you picked the right one. Okay, but I'll. You could always you do pick, two. You pick the, I think the second highest total of the week. Okay, is Bucks okay. is Bucks Bengals. Well, yeah, and, and I'm concerned about the Packers running backs. If people start them, let the you know being let downs. Well, but you've already got the Buccaneers running backs. But 
Yeah, you could just do a one-sided backfield. I mean, you, you already did. Yeah, nobody cares. Uh, so, uh, Rogers is a must start. He's top four. He's second for Jamie and Heath. He's fourth for Dave. Goff is, what, compare Goff to Cam. Better. Goff. And, and six point for passing touchdown leagues. Yeah. How about Dalton or Goff? Dalton. I think I have Goff ranked higher than both Dalton and Cam. I'll go Dalton over Goff. Do you see yourself starting any Packers running backs? No. No. Do you see yourself starting any Packers wide receivers other than Devontae Adams? Allison. Correct. I'll start Allison as a number three if he if he plays. He's a great number three, and if you're in a pinch as a number two, you go with him. Provided he plays, it's gonna be okay. I would just just, just the one guy we talked. I start Allison over Shepard. Okay. I don't think we have to talk much about uh, the Rams because we talked about Goff, who's an okay, he's a fine start this week. He's top ten. And Jimmy Graham, by the way, I like uh, the matchup. They have not been good against tight ends, at least good tight ends. And I was going to use him in DFS. He's the third most expensive tight end, so I'm not sure I will. But uh, Graham should be fine, and you should start him. Gurley, yes. Both Rams receivers, yes. Anyone else for the Rams? No. Okay. And you can get away from their DST. Like we said, you can drop their DST. Green Bay at the Saints, Seattle at Kansas City, and then a bye in their next five weeks. And our final game of the day is San Francisco at Arizona. Saving the best for last. This should be a bonanza. Go on a limb. Be a man. (laughs) What would it take for this to be a bonanza? Bethard, Mostert, one of the 49ers receivers, George Kittle. It would have to be Goodwin. No, I think you go Bethard, Mostert, Kittle. Goodwin. Johnson, Fitz. Kirk. Kirk. Yeah. We could make this, yeah. This is a, this is the bonanza. I think that the guy that I I think that the players that get started in this game are are going to be good. So is this the bonanza? No, of course not. We already we already declared it. We've already declared two bonanzas, Jamie. We it's can't have Bagels three Bucks. bonanzas in a week. Uh, David Johnson, your favorite running back in this game? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think he's gonna have a breakout game. Starter sit, Marquise Goodwin. Sit. Sit. Definitely sit. Yeah, Cardinals allow the six fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. Start George Kittle. I think he might be the only fully trustworthy 49er you could go with this week. I could certainly see this being a breakout game for the Cardinals in general. Their offense will be a little smarter. That'll help the defense stay a little fresher. Their defense has already been pretty good, all things considered. At okay. least pass defense. Maybe not the run defense. So wait, pass which, uh, which receiver do you like better? Kirk or Fitz? I forgot the answer. Kirk. Kirk slightly. But they're both in the same range. Number three guys. I think Fitz, I think Fitz and PPR is the better one. It's nice that Leftwich is saying that they're going to feature him a little bit more. And hopefully after what he did last week where he scored, he's back to being close to 100% healthy, especially with more time to get ready for this game. Fitz or John Brown? Brownie. Brown. Fitz or Chris. It's like we were talking about the Cardinals receivers prior to the season three years ago. <laughs> oh, did we mention Michael Floyd? <laughs> Fitz or Chris Godwin? Godwin. Uh, Godwin. And how much? Do you, I may have Fitz higher. How much do you like the Arizona DST? Like him. Like him. Yeah. Like love. Like love. I like like him. Got to go to Cold Stone now. Like it, love it, gotta have it. We are out of here. Mailbag. You gotta have what? What do you get at Colston? I know where you're going with this, but I mix it up, Jay. <laughs>
right. Uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Actually, we'll talk to you on the Saturday Mailbag, the Saturday Night Radio Show, and FFT on Sunday uh, from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. Eastern. Dave? He left, too? No, I'm here. Oh, well, then do it. Oh. Na-na-na-na-na-na. Yeah. <laughs>